my name is Coriander Dickinson, and I have a podcast called Ghostwatch 2016 that I do with my friends Heather and Kate. I'm not sure if it's a good podcast or not, but I've assembled a panel of experts to tell me. Their names are Adam Wasserman. Hi, I'm Adam Wasserman. I do not have a podcast called Ghostwatch 2016, but I have seen 17 years worth of Common Rider. And Alexi Peppers. Yes, I'm Alexi Peppers. I work with Corey and don't know what I got myself into and have never seen any Common Rider before now. Experts! Okay, now be quiet for, for the intro theme. We were watching a show made of reject Sony R&D. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving Coriander is back, the bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta-fun, rehashing a show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghost Watch 2017. So, Alexi, what happened in episode three? Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. We, we didn't do the title. What oh, is yeah. the title? What is the, the title, title of which? Uh, the, the title, title of, of Common uh, Rider Ghost? The title of Ghostwatch 2016, yeah, episode the three? Yeah. The title is Condor Watch 2016. Yeah, we have to say it at the same time. You didn't. Okay. Episode three, Condor Watch 2016. Okay. I didn't know we had to do that, but we did uh, have to do that. You're right. Yeah, uh, it is we do. one of the things we have to do. It's one of the things we have to do, according to me. Episode three, summary, that'll totally be great and summarize all the salient points <laughs> and not just the, like, my opinion of Onari because he's my favorite character. What did he do in episode three? He did a lot of things. He was helpful. He, he helped save the day. Well, okay. So it opened up and everyone's very excited. And Gramps is on a hobby horse, making horse noises, which made me spit out my drink, which is a good start to the episode. And he reveals that the uh, hero of the day is Robin Hood, famous historical character. Things are just really busy. Onari's super into this ghost hunting business that he's turning the temple into, and he made business cards and is very proud of them. But everyone else kind of ignores him and, and goes on their own way. Because there's a thief named Little John, which is totally a subtle, subtle hint. <laughs> It'll be related to Robin Hood. Maybe. Who's stealing Any from the, the rich. And also saunters in a kind of sexy way, which makes a later reveal <laughs> much more <laughs> obvious. <laughs> so everyone abandons Anari, even though he's being... Super excited and helpful, and I totally don't resent them at all for raining on his parade. Takeru goes to corner the newscaster who reported on Little John in a parking garage, which is super creepy and <laughs> not cool. They bond over their dead yeah. dads and get really sad, which I guess makes it okay. Yes. Yes. Clearly. Meanwhile, Akari is doing science stuff in her laboratory because, yeah, the monolith 
actually came up and hacked into her computer and made the computer scientist in me very angry <laughs> and gave her the method to make ghosts visible. I am so sorry for any of the computer stuff that Akari does in the future. Yes, it's very bad. But she sciences it up, and then Gramps just gives her the answer anyway. Also being creepy, Gramps, again, is like, hey, cute girl, can't resist. So that's a thing. But <laughs> she gets uh, the f glitter formula that lets her see ghosts. And then everyone just kind of meets up conveniently when little John is stealing the real Robin Hood bow. <laughs> Which some Japanese guy had. Yep. Which is totally a thing that would exist. Yes. I'm kind of confused on the rest of it and that everyone kind of runs around and somehow Onari is the one who finds out where Little John is and then Condor phone happens and that's really the most important next thing in the episode. It Wait, phone. I have to go. I have to go get Condor phone. I'll yeah. be right back. Go oh my Condor. god. It's real. The real condor phone. It just looks like a phone. But does it turn into a bird? I I have never figured out how to actually transform it fully. Oh, but it does start to transform. And this is the head. Like, you don't recognize the head oh. as the receiver until later, but that is the head. And it does clip on somewhere. That has got to be, so far at least, the most exciting piece of common Rider Merc that I've ever seen. Because the, the thing that he puts the icons in is extremely tacky and awful, and I would never want one, but Condor Phone, I, heck yeah. You know, you say that, but I, I feel like I feel like you should look up X-Aid's uh, transformation belt if you want to no see- No spoilers! Something that's really no tacky. No spoilers! You I'm know I can't watch X-Aid yet. Look, here's the thing is that everything about X-Aid is tacky in the best possible way. My brother knows I'm watching- Common Rider, and he sent me a picture of some guy who was wearing, like, what I assume is every Common Rider belt or other transformation box. Oh, he was just covered in weird plastic boxes and icons and stuff. And he said, is, is your show in there? And it was very obvious that no, he was missing Common Rider Ghost, because there was no weird glow-in-the-dark blue. Uh, I probably did it before that show. But it did make me concerned about how much Common Rider exists. <laughs> Uh, a lot. Forty-five years worth. Yeah, yeah. It's more than Godzilla. Uh, Not individually, no. just time-wise. Oh yeah, a cumulative amount of time. Like any given season of Common Rider is more than all of Godzilla. Sure. Quality over quantity, Corey. That's right. I love them both equally. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just can't say that one is greater than the other. Well, you don't get Common Rider without. Godzilla, because you don't get yeah. Ultraman without Godzilla. And you don't get Kamen Rider without Ultraman. I didn't, did I have to connect all the dots? <laughs> Just because it is derived from doesn't mean it can't exceed the greatness of, of its predecessor. It's going to take a long time before you can sell me on Kamen Rider being better than Godzilla. <laughs> I'm willing to accept that they're equal. But, and, you know, it's, it's, it's apples and oranges, except the apples and oranges are very similar. They're apple oranges. I like the continuing thread of we make every 
Ghostwatch 2017 episode, partially about Godzilla. Well, maybe if we had a standalone Godzilla podcast, maybe this wouldn't be necessary. Godzilla podcast. Coriander. Are you people already cheating on me with another podcast? Not yet. I mean, it took me it took me like 30 episodes of Ghostwatch 2016 before we actually established Ghostwatch 2017, which is yeah, the I... name of this podcast, which I don't think I've mentioned yet. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm cheating on you with uh, Super Cinema Explosion. <gasps> no, that's with me. That's different. <laughs> well, we're cheating on Jeff then. With what? With this podcast. Are we? I don't know anymore. You know what? I'm I'm gonna interrupt. Oh yeah, this, were you summarizing this an episode? Lover's Quarrel? Yeah, with the the Whoa. summary of the episode. It's not over yet. Little no, John stole Robin Hood's bow. It must be over. Condor phone is not the end of the episode, even though it probably should be. <laughs> Just because Condor phone is great, not because the rest of the episode is bad. The rest of the episode is fun because Condor phone leads them back to Anari, who's now playing a damsel in distress, and also Akari comes along, and she has made this like ghost glitter gun reverse vacuum cleaner. I did actually think when she pulled it out she was going to vacuum up the... Like a dustbuster. Yeah, or like like Luigi's Mansion. Oh. I was confused when it was the reverse. But she makes the ghost visible. Everyone loses their minds because now they can all see what's happening. Including the transformation, I have to say that uh, Takeru has obviously practiced and now actually looks kind of cool when he transforms. He's got all these hand movements down perfectly. You're right. I, like, I just accepted that as part of, like, Kamen Rider canon, that the henshin thing involved, like, elaborate movements, but he yeah. must have practiced. Because he was very bad for both of the first two episodes. Because usually, like, stuff like that just magically comes with becoming a common writer like the first time it's all you've got all your catchphrase you got all your motions and everything you know exactly what's going on you know all your special moves it's like but he was so happy. bad at it it's true yes so he must I... have practiced he was yep, practicing dropping it in so it finally finally hit hit the hinge and belt instead of just uh needling off into the corner that kind of thing. yes yeah but he actually looked cool so good job takeru and then, big surprise, Little John <gasps> is the journalist lady, which, like I said, was not a surprise because she sauntered every time she was in a shot. Also, her name is Mary. Mary, yes. Also, she's the only other girl on the show, right, uh, on the, in the episode, besides um, Akari, who is clearly not going to be Little John. Yes. So, that was not a surprise, but still and she like is gonna die to release the ghost of robin hood because the ganma is trying to make her do it which was like a bit of information on how things work but still kind wait of which 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 ganma was it could you he had axes <laughs> he was an axe throwy ganma with a big axe in his chest i don't know if it was supposed to signify anything <laughs> Some oh, probably not. Some sort of horse stuff going on. Some sort of horse stuff going on. If there was horse stuff, I missed it. It was all axes, as far as I could tell. The okay. axe has a horse head. Does oh. it? Yeah, it's got eyes. 
I didn't <laughs> notice, and now I feel like I have to go back. Why does that make any more sense? It doesn't! No. That's why I asked you to describe this one. I'm like, you know, Robin Hood's nemesis, Axe Horse. Axe Horse. And I do have to say one thing that disappoints me in comparison to um, Sailor Moon villains, they were also often quite silly, is I feel like in Sailor Moon, they're usually much more like puns based around the appearance. Maybe I'm just crazy, but like no one ever said like, I have to ask you a question. Like, it never... <laughs> that, that might be a, an English idiom that doesn't translate. That's true. But I don't feel like there are any corresponding Japanese puns. They do puns with with knife knife. Yeah, it, I mean, it depends on how much, on, on, I guess, the tone of the villain and how the translators decide to do it. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. That's true. it's been too long since I watched it for me to bring my minor Japanese knowledge to bear on, <laughs> on this particular problem. I've, I've, I've realized that I can talk about spoilers with Alexa here without revealing anything by just saying what we say in the show. Artful obfuscation, yes. Yes. The, the whole common Rider experience is confusing enough that um, talking about it does not prepare me in the slightest. Condor Phone came up before, and it did not in any way diminish my surprise when Condor Phone happened. You can never truly be prepared for Condor Phone. When Condor Phone combined with the bow <laughs> to become the bow and arrow of justice, which is <laughs> so real, such emotion, such genuine feeling. Mm -hmm. Yes. You don't get that in North America. No. You don't get phones transforming into anything good in North America. Ghost robot phones that are birds <laughs> turning into bows and arrows. An arrow with a beak. And then they kind of, it's just a typical kind of, they fight. Takeru wins. He wins fairly competently. Oh, except, how could I forget? <laughs> and it was so mean. Because, like, so things are going poorly. And Axe Man is winning, and he's raining axes down, and Akari and Onari are having to, like, hide behind a tree. And then the, the voiceover for the commercial break says, like, after the commercial, help will come from an unexpected source. <laughs> Which turns out to be that Onari pays attention and has a suggestion. And I'm so mad that the narration has to sell him so short. It's like, guess what? You'd never believe it, but Onari is useful. This is very cruel. <laughs> but he basically saves the day. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. And they go back, and, uh... So you as a computer scientist, no appreciation for Kari creating this thing that could let you see magic ghosts. But, you know, Onari's sitting behind a tree, hiding from some axes and explosions. And he's like, I have an idea, maybe. Someone else do the work. It's just because they're all so mean to Onari. He's Are still, they, though? Yes, because he's always just so excited about things. And no one is willing to, like, entertain his excitement. They're all so dismissive. He calls them absconders in this episode when they abandon him. I don't know, man. I guess I just relate to someone who yells a lot about things and everyone else just kind of buggers off. Wow. 
Boy. He also jumped down like ten stairs in the episode out of excitement, and I, he didn't seem hurt. <laughs> so I'm also impressed by whatever kind of flexible knees he has. Let's him accomplish feats of excited <laughs> acrobatics. I love okay. that he became Onari's number one fan in such a short period of time. And his theme music is like this Oompa band. It's amazing. I did feel very threatened. There were these very threatening camera angles in this episode that were uncomfortably close to everyone's faces. Mm. And they looked like, it looked like it was like a 3D movie where they were going to come out of the screen. You're not going to like Knife Knife. Nobody likes Knife Knife. I like Knife Knife. You would. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Episode over, basically. They're like, and they do. They throw Onari a bone. Obviously, Onari's not expecting anything. He's just kind of like, well, all right. And then Takeru gives him a thumbs up and says, good advice. And they bump thumbs up, which is very cute and weird. <laughs> Like a fist bump with thumb extended. I'll do that. And that obviously makes Inari's entire day. He's so happy. And then it turns out that the Shrine boys have managed to make like a sketch or something of what looked like Bad Teeth Man. Honestly, I wasn't sure. The Shrine boys. They sound like a murder mystery team. (laughs) Those Shrine boys. At it again. They solve, they, they help solve mysteries. They're also great. I'm a fan of them as well. Have their names come up yet? No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's why I call them the Shrine Boys. They're the Shrine Squad. <laughs> to solve a ghost crime. Do the ghost crime. Do the ghost time. In well, ghost jail. The other notable thing, which isn't actually episode 3's fault. It's my fault. Or one of your fault, because you might have been the one to tell me. Uh, I watched some Samurai Gourmet. And oh, that's yeah. me, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Corey. Which is yeah. a great show, and I'm loving it, but now Gramps is extra weird. I know, isn't he? Because, like, Samurai Gourmet is his usual type of role. He's a sweet old man. He's, or, like, sometimes he's, like, a crabby old man that is secretly ridiculous. Right. But it's more like Samurai Gourmet than, like, Gramps. Mm. Yeah, it. it it's very weird, and I'd forgotten that that's why I started watching Samurai Gourmet. So when I pulled up episode three, I was very surprised, which was probably the other reason why I spat out my drink. It was a combination of the hobby horse, the horse noises that he was making, and the fact that I've now seen him in a much more... Uh, well, it's not like Samurai Gourmet is super serious, it's just that he's that ridiculous. But you, you like, recognize him as an actor, right? Yeah. It's like, he's a, he's a, he's a recognizable face. Like, you could, you could see him once in one thing, and then just be like, oh, it's that guy. Uh-huh. Like, he's memorable. Mm-hmm. He is. Do you like yeah. actors uh, dressed in uh, questionable uh, animal costumes? You should watch Zoo Ranger. No. Because the, the, the uncle figure on that is, is, is a, uh, an artist, and he specifically like sculpts animals and to get into get into their mindset he creates for himself these outlandish animal costumes that he walks around in for a while and makes animal noises so if you like that kind uh, of thing i don't know if i like it or not it was like, very no, notable. A podcast about zoo ranger well all right that's pretty much the conversation that got me into this podcast so <laughs> <sighs> right now we're doing 10 podcasts 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that the end of the episode? Yes, that is the end of the episode. Adam, in Ghostwatch yeah. 2016, yes. what did we miss? Did we get anything wrong? I know you've listened to it. I've got some. I've got some comments. You've got some things to say. I've got some things to get off my chest. All right. That's not exactly true. Uh, I appreciated the use of the term "horse gentleman" to describe uh, <laughs> how Gramps was dressed up. There was a uh, there was a, a question uh, posed to the uh, the audience about whether people with grasses frequently remove their glasses. Uh, I have to say, no, that is not a thing we do because, generally speaking. We can't see if we do that. No, I disagree. I, I listen to that, and yes, I actually do often take my glasses off, because my prescription what? is not too bad. Uh. So I find that if I am on the computer, which is like all of the time, uh, I will often take off my glasses, because I don't need them for being on the computer. Well, Adam, you, have seen, me, you have seen my face. You know I own glasses that I wear. Lies. Today, today I didn't even put them on. I put on instead my prescription sunglasses because I had to be outdoors. Mm, Oof. I'm, okay, I'm just going to show you something here, real quick. Let's just, just. Uh, what did you do there? Oh God. This, yeah. And You're so much other. closer, but also smaller. Yeah. So as you can see on this uh, audio podcast, my, my prescription is very strong and two different directions on either eye, and I can't that see That really came across on the, the singular camera that you were I'm, using to illustrate that with. Look, I couldn't see what I was doing because I took my glasses off, <laughs> which should illustrate my point, if nothing else. In conclusion, I guess some some chumps with, with fake glasses maybe take them <laughs> off, but people who really need glasses don't do that. Fine. Uh, Corey, you're coding nerd. You're all like, oh, they were coding. She was coding in C plus for some reason. She was making this blah blah blah. I, I it's not a real thing. But was it? Was it in? Well, not C plus. Was it? <laughs> C or C plus 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 Which, plus? You know, when I, don't I know. think about it, why did it? Why plus plus? I think it was C. like a header file or something stupid. I didn't watch the episode again. Yeah, I don't know I, why she was using. I I never know why she's using what she's using. I was very tempted when I watched it to pause because they did actually. I noticed show what looked like it could be something approximating real computer code, but I was in a hurry and was like, probably it'll only make me more angry. So <laughs> I'm going to just sip my whiskey peach thing and let the episode continue. <laughs> Hold on, wait, elaborate. Whiskey peach thing. You know, your standard whiskey peach thing. No, those are two great tastes that I've never, ever heard of together. It's Jack Daniel's peach stuff. Okay. Listen, this is a step up. Usually I drink Boone's, which uh, advertises itself as a fruit-flavored alcohol beverage because they can't say wine because it's definitely not wine <laughs> no it's flavored it's something and it's six dollars <laughs> i for the record i'm drinking ginger ale ah uh, yeah well i am drinking green tea i if the store had had those i would have got one but they only mm. had coconut water oh Refreshing coconut I do water. not want 
that slime in my face. <laughs> to be honest, the only reason I'm drinking Peach Daniel stuff is because they didn't have... The, the liquor store I went to was too high class to sell boons. Peach Daniels? Peach Daniels, yeah. Okay. I don't... Okay. okay, earlier I was drinking. I had a wild IPA from Twin Sales. You Victoria people and your IPAs. And your craft beers. Yeah. yeah. We Albertans drink Peach Daniels. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true either. <laughs> from Edmonton? From there? I've never... Like, Alberta Premium is a drinking rye. Like, I still drink that. I also... <laughs> I, I wore a cowboy hat on White Ave today. <laughs> what color? What color was your cowboy hat? It's a beautiful tan with like blue thread on the sides and stuff. It's a very nice cowboy hat. It did occur to me that in Edmonton, don't know if I've ever seen anyone in a cowboy hat. I've seen a man in about 20. At once? Yeah. He wears, he stacks them on his head. The and straw, but yes. Okay. And he takes I the LRT, so I don't, I don't know how he gets on the train with them, but I have seen him enter and exit the station. Maybe well. he uh, bends his knees. Hmm. Yeah. Like duck walks in. Hmm. So maybe it's okay? Is that the judgment? It's okay to wear a cowboy hat on White Ave? That's normal? It's okay with me, but I'm not in charge. It does sound like something someone from Calgary would do, though. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds exactly like somebody from, what somebody from Calgary would do. Yes, or even the backwoods near Calgary, which is even worse. It's okay. We we know these things about you, and we still allow you to participate. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. That's all I ask for. You don't have to understand. Just accept me, like Onari. <laughs> no, we, I don't know if we can ever accept you the way you accept Onari. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Let's not get that deep into it. Whoa. Anyway. <sighs> uh, All right. So, um, I've got more is stuff. That, on is that list. is that your your list yet, Adam? No, are you are you stuff. done yet? The your two notes. Three. Oh, uh, only three. It's also, the first appearance of Snapple mm. on the podcast. Thought that was worthy of mark. Me. That on the calendar. Kate upset by sudden venue change level a full ten in this particular episode. Very they go, they they go inside from inside the, the Japanese yeah. private collection where in the bow of Robin Hood was mm. in this like nicely done up to Tommy room and then they're in the forest or under a bridge. Which one is it? Under a bridge. Or maybe under in the a bridge. Forest, at any rate. She was very angry. I didn't really notice and I don't know what that says about me. They played the sound of smashing glass to indicate that the transition was happening. I agree with Graham. Sakari is very cute. And she's also very trusting of random bottles that she finds lying around. That's true. Bad science. I, I will say, Akari's, like, science lab, and she kind of, like, put up her hair and stuff. Like, it was, it was cute. Would you ever put up a science lab in your not-boyfriend's loft bedroom above his monolith pool? If that's what that is, <laughs> then... Uh, they have a very huge space because her science room was gigantic. It looked like a TV studio, which you know what, <laughs> probably is. 
Like they've got a lot of they've got a lot of unused space in that monolith room. It's nice that like they're maximizing it. I mean, it's not his bedroom, but he sleeps there a lot. He does, and maybe that's why she put her science room there just so she can get get any t- attack every time at all. Oh, oh! Well, if you recall, in the first episode, she was complaining because she he stood her up on her birthday. So to her physics date. Yeah, her physics date. Oh, but okay. I would have gone on a physics date with Akari. Here's I bet it would have been very was excited. It- Teach me things about physics. This actually came up because I watched episode three and in the like last time on Ghost Rider text, he says that he was killed on his 18th birthday. So was it his oh, birthday, right. not Akari's birthday? But you still wanted to take him somewhere nice. It's true, though I will say in Takeru's defense, it seems like she'd done the typical kind of thing of like, I want to go to... Oh. Like, what, the Quantum Physics Expo or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though my my sort of boyfriend has no interest in it. And so he didn't go, which is still a dick move. I'm not I'm not defending Tageru, really, because he All is right. a dingus. <laughs> but. I'm just saying, I would go to the physics museum with Akari. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But you might be interested in that. <laughs> I probably am not that interested in that, but I would still go because I need to be a good friend with unresolved platonic feelings for for my other friend. (laughs) Uh, What else do I have? Yeah, it's totally super obvious who Little John is. Um, If only, as I said, because there's only one other girl uh, in the episode and Roger Ebert's Law of Conservation of Characters would tell us that there's really nobody else it could have been. Common Rider does follow that law. Every time. It is never really a mystery. The only time anything's going to be a, that kind of mystery is if they're drawing it out over like 10 to 20 episodes or something. So, and you forget what characters look like. Yeah. That's why they have to give them weird teeth and stuff. He doesn't have those teeth back in time. It's true. What happened? He stopped brushing and flossing. Back in time? He turned to the dark side and he was like, nuts to, nuts to oral hygiene. Or maybe he sacrificed his nice teeth for arcane power. Who knows? Uh, oh yeah, it's the first appearance of the super hug cry. To the tear zone. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, everybody's still not used to Inari uh, in this episode. Uh, I mean the Ghostwatch 2016 panel as opposed to the character. What do you mean used to Inari? <laughs> Eventually, you you guys like get like okay, it's Onari, it's cool. You don't feel like you need to comment on his Onariness like all the time. Whereas it's still you still find him off putting at this point. Which is probably also why, like, because I'm listening to Ghostwatch 2016 as I watch the episodes, I feel extra defensive of Onari because mm. you guys don't give him a fair shake either, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, the descriptions of the jackets are also good, as as well as the descriptions of the gamma. I don't think I, I don't know that I'd mentioned that before. Uh, first Michael Bay reference as well. <laughs> Going full Michael Bay. Uh, there was a request for fan art, and my question to you is: Did you get any fan art? I don't recall. I think you. I think if you got Condor phone slash. Uh, I would Captain remember Ghost if I got. Condor phone art. I did not receive any Condor phone art. All right. This is chance number two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes, if you're listening to this new (laughs) podcast, 
Please send us some art of Condor Funk and Captain Ghost having fun adventures together. Because we love that. Because that would be super good. And can Onari be there? Yes, and Onari should be there uh, with Alexi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Alexi looks like. You're just gonna have to guess. She's but... a magic carver. She looks like Toucan Dan from a Monster Factory. <laughs> that is accurate. Yeah, it's my and curse. From the Bloodborns. A face that just kind of no one could love. Anyway, that's the end of the episode for me. All right. You guys didn't <sighs> say anything super stupid on that one. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You. No. 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 <laughs> Fell down on the job. I didn't have a lot of complaints. Exactly. You're supposed to be like coming at me with the hard hits. Like I'm going to ask how, you the hard hitting questions. How am I supposed to learn anything if you don't oh. point out all my mistakes? I have a complaint. Whoa. Gasp. Yeah, that's right. Cuz people on the podcast we're confused about what animals were being like shown that were taxidermy in the beginning. How could you be that confused <laughs> about some birds? Uh, what were they? It was like Ducks. a, a, a I don't know of some kind and an owl. If I if I like paid more attention, I, I probably oh so you don't even know. You're well, you're sitting there in your Edmonton criticizing <laughs> me on my tiny island. Well, no, here, I have my notes here. I said, how could you not know the animal? But Corey seems to know better. Good. Oh, good job, Corey. So, to identify animals. Yeah. Mm, what is bird? They were not the best taxidermy birds, but they were all right. Oh, I wonder if these bird taxidermies are from the same room that the sheep taxidermy is just oh. from a different angle. What? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. It's probably like episode 35 or something, Adventures in Dreamland or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a taxidermy yeah. ram. Hmm. Or, or sheep, or maybe it was a goat. Damn it, Corey. <laughs> There's so much good Onari stuff coming up, I'm so excited for Alexei to Yay. experience. That I'm not going to talk about I mean, I can talk about anything at any time. Yeah. Bananas. Well, bananas are a fruit, Corey. Uh, if you're not careful, the King of England will uh, kill you and take them. They go crunch if you just bite right through them. That was the That's most true. important takeaway oh. from E3. <laughs> yes. Keep it all K-Pax on that. Like, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen many people do that. It was people eat bananas the wrong way, mostly. Because um, if you eat them like a monkey eats them, you hold the, the, the end. What we think of as the end is the handle. You hold it from there, and then you pinch the quote-unquote bottom, and then it just splits apart real nice. And then when you get to the end, you don't. it, it just comes out of the, the, the top part, and you have a little handle to hold it with. You know, I've never had a eat. problem eating a banana. No, you, uh, but there's a better but way. But apparently I've been doing it wrong. There's a right. better way. I will say I started eating bananas the better, better way for a while, the monkey uh-huh. way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't worth the social, like, pain. Like eating your dessert with your spoon? <laughs> We're yeah. wasting this banana talk now. Because you tried to you're right, me you're right. This could have, this could have. This could have been in an episode. Oh. See? 
Yeah, this, this you're right. Bold. This this should have just been Peach Daniels, and that was it. <laughs> Whatever Peach Daniels is, this was that show, and bananas were for later, and we ruined it. Is that this episode title, Peach Daniels? Yes. Could be. When Ghostwatch 2018 comes around, they're going to have to try to say it simultaneously. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm leaving that one up to Heather. She she has uh, she called dibs volunteered on to spite me. Uh, <laughs> by creating something in the image of my works. Is it because the theme song for this podcast mentions that you're the best host and there's the three hosts and you're apparently <laughs> better than the other two? I haven't really listened to the words, you know? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I think Heather and Kate probably have. Oh, yeah. I only played it to them, to them like twice. <laughs> I love oh, our yeah. theme song. I think it's very cute. I like any song that mentions me. For the other show, we have been uh, learning very slowly and practicing the theme song for Common Rider Ghost. Uh, we're very good at the last syllable. <laughs> so you can get that one almost all of the time. Just like the ooh? Knee. It ends on knee. Uh, and then we can fist pump. It's like, knee, nailed it. That's how you, that's how you end well, that song. Well, if you start from the end and work your way back to the beginning, that's a way to do it. <laughs> knee. That's how the, the song goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, we could we could try that for the Ghostwatch 2017 theme, potentially. Oh my God, Corey. You, uh, hello. Hi. I I have to tell you about this thing that happened. So I was watching the Heisei Generations movie, and Ghost is in it, and X Aid's in it, and they each had henshin items for the other. Right, so Ghost had like an X-Aid henshin item that made him henshin into like an X-Aid jacket, and X-Aid had like a Ghost henshin item that made him henshin into like a Ghost form, and they both did it at the same time, and it was very confusing. <laughs> Are you okay, Adam? It was very confusing. I didn't know who I was looking at. <laughs> So that still happens even after like seventeen years of Common Rider, huh? I can still sense. be surprised and confused. That's absolutely true. Well, I think that's just symptomatic of of Ghost and X Aid. Like, I don't think you had that problem with like Forze and Gaim. Well, Forze and Gaim never had a crossover. Be O's and Forze. Oh yeah, because those and Forze didn't transform into each other. Hmm. They didn't really. They started doing that a little later. When they were like, "Oh, let's give uh, let's give everybody henshin items uh, for they, other common riders." Did they do it in drive? Did someone else have to wear the tire? They let me think. No, tell me, tell me, Ghost didn't have to wear a tire. No, Ghost. Total, uh, I'm not sure if it was Ghost or Spectre, but one of them totally wore a tire. Because there's a there there's a like a net video thing that, uh, that was promoting the the crossover like the movie. That came out. I think it was the common. I think it was the common writer Ichigo Ghost movie, uh, and they had they did this thing where Ghost and Spectre were collecting common writer icons, and one of them was for Drive. I think actually the first one they got was for Drive because it was the most recent show, prior to theirs. Anyway, so this totally is a thing that happened. So where do you want people to find you? Do I want people to find me? I am uh, at Gold Sarcasmium on Twitter, and that is basically the only place to find me right now. And I'm on Twitter at AM Peppers. 
And I'm on Twitter at Absalar. And together, we're <laughs> Ghostwatch 2017! <laughs> Alright. Maybe we're like the Ghostwatch 2017s, you know? Oh, God. 